local, national, and heavenly talk. This is the David Spoon Experience on AM 1210 K-Praise, the Christian station. Welcome back. Whoa, that is loud. Thank you for joining us here at AM 1210 K-Praise, the Christian station here in San Diego, California, in studio with the traveling man. That's what we should start calling him. I'm a traveling man, right? We should start doing that one. Uh, Steve Whaler is in our studio. Carl is in the master production room or whatever they call that thing. I don't know. That's close enough. Uh, Whitefields Ministries, we've talked to you about it extensively. We have been blessed to know that we were able to help uh, through the radio program with a roof and a well, and I understand there's another roof in process and might be another well taking place. I'll just say that there probably is another well taking place. And uh, just a lot of stuff going on. So first and foremost, welcome back. And I don't know where you want to start. But Thank you. Have you. To, you have to start somewhere. So well, let's just start with I am here at the K-Prey Studios. That's great. We actually <laughs> flew home just last Friday, so we're just rolling into the whole week. It's been a great week. And a wonderful trip back, um, a wonderful trip while we were there. And, uh, you know, a lot happened. So let me start at the end. How's that? Okay. <laughs> so 16 hours of flights. We had a flight from Entebbe to Amsterdam, eight hours, and then eight hours from Amsterdam to Mississippi, uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis uh, MSP. And uh, so 16 hours on a plane, uh, no internet, no connections. Uh, the first flight, I kind of slept and ate a little bit because we left at uh, just about midnight. And uh, the second flight was you start working through, okay, writing out the list of all the things that happened and setting forth plans and projects and things. And I began to pray as I'm working through that process. Okay, Lord, now we've got, we need something done here. We've got this and we've got another water tank training and a project out in this place. And, and uh, we needed about $2,400. And uh, I landed at MSP, opened up my phone, turned it on, and there's a text from Sam Rasul. Uh, thinksam.com, the realtor uh, that uh, sold a house, sold a property, and there's there's a $2,400 check uh, photo saying somebody sold their house with him. One of your K-Praise listeners, praise God, thank you, everybody. Um, and all they did was said, hey, tra- give the money that you're going to donate out of your commission to Whitefields. And so that money solved a need that I'd been on an airplane praying about. So it was the same amount that you were kind of looking at that same ballpark? Yeah, like, absolutely. I was so looking amazing. right at about $2,400, and uh, there's the check for $2,400. Oh, and that's amazing. I think we were looking at, like, we were estimating, like, twenty four thirty five. So Right, so you had to come up with 35 I had to come that. up with $35. <laughs> that's, a, that's the way ministry rolls when it happens that way. We really thank God for that. That's a great end of a 16-hour flight. That's Unfortunately, fantastic. I had to sit in Minneapolis Airport for five hours, and uh, then after five hours, we got to fly home to San Diego and finally get home. But but a wonderful, wonderful trip. Wow. We have some new believers in Jesus Christ. That's, Talk to us about that. Okay. Well, last Sunday, I got to preach twice at uh, God's Embassy Catobo. Uh, let me start with the first Sunday. The first Sunday was really jazzed. It was a double wedding. Okay. So beginning in January, Whitefields, in addition to our pastors, we started supporting two managers for the micro energy projects, the the micro enterprise projects. The one is the brick making machine and we're training about seven masons. We've got their names. They're going to be trained in making these tanks with the bricks and then also building the water filters. They'll be able to start building those right in Rook and Jerry. And uh, so we were working through all that stuff. Well, one of those managers, Gervais, was able because he's getting the salary 
to go pay the bride price, which that's a legal requirement in Ugandan national law. Wow. You have to give up however many cows, and they still negotiate it in the Angoli cattle cow. Uh, you have to give the father of the bride however many cows. If you can't afford it, you don't get to marry her. So they end up eloping and living together. A lot of people do that. Well, these Christian people didn't want to do that. So they've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And uh, because of that, and then the other guy, Richard, uh, is our piggery manager. So we've been starting to raise pigs. We're going to show some uh, video and pictures of that tonight at uh, Shadow Mountain. But uh, so Richard and Gervais had a double wedding with their beautiful brides, Brighton and Lucky. And I got to preach at their wedding the first Sunday we were there. So it's kind of that's the way this whole micro enterprising starts to transform a community. Because all the other people are looking around going, wow, they waited, they didn't get married, now they're legally married, and it's a whole process. The parents come in, they have to go up and sign. It's a really long deal. The second week I got to preach, I preached on Matthew 22 about the king's wedding feast. I thought, well, this is fitting. Let's preach about a wedding. And so I got to preach about how uh, the one guy comes into that wedding feast, and he doesn't have the, the, the clothes on. Right. He doesn't have the wedding garments. And that's a picture throughout the Bible of God dressing us in his righteousness. That's why Jesus was telling that story. So I got to preach that, and three people came forward afterwards and said, we want to give our life to Christ. Wow. So we got to do that. And a really neat thing that uh, Pastor Onesimus does, he did it the very first time I went two years ago. Uh, he turned around to the audience, and he said, now who will disciple these people? And he begins looking around the audience. Who, who here? Does anybody know them? Anybody bring them? Does anybody know them? Who they've, They're committing their lives to Christ. Who will disciple them? And so uh, he picked three people that came up and said, they're mine. They're my child in the faith. And I love that. I wish, I wish churches here would do that. Yeah, that's actually an excellent idea. It's a phenomenal it's, thing. It really is. I mean, and if you're a pastor who's listening, try it. I mean, yeah. Next time you have an altar call and then somebody responds to that altar call, Bring the body into accountability and by just saying, say right now, who, who will help out? Yeah. Who will help? Because ultimately, we want to make disciples. We're not just making decisions of Christ. We want people to be attached and get connected. Yep. And so three people came up. I know the three people that came up, and they started doing that. So we got three new believers there, and that's just the ones in the church. Now, we, we preached out some open-air crusades. We, did, we had 200 people at the village of Ruteta, and a wonderful time there. Uh, Vision 25, the music team from San Diego Christian uh-huh, College, right. was there. Right. And they uh, were there the first half of my trip, and then I stayed a week and a half after that. And uh, so they got to go out and sing. They got to do all kinds of ministry with children. How many kids do you think were in the VBS? Well, if you were you following my Facebook, you'd know no size. <laughs> Oops. Yes, yes, that's what I'm doing. I'm checking everybody's Facebook. Yeah, you're Steve. following that's Facebook. That's what I'm doing. That's, uh, that's what I do. I no, they know. had over 500 children. I'll tell wow, you that. That's, is that's a lot. That's a lot. 500 children, very well organized. Great job. The, the, the team, the children's teachers at uh, the God's Embassy in Kotobo did a great job. Each of the students from the Vision team linked up with them. I got to listen to kids singing Jesus Loves Me uh, over and over. And then the older kids put this little hoo-wapa-wapa-wapa thing on Jesus Loves Me. <laughs> they kind of jazzed it up a little. Wait, that was wait, pretty can fun. we get that one again? I want to hear that again. That was the hoo-wapa-wapa. What was that? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll Don't just quit say, your day job. <laughs> yeah, the name of the other village was Chinyamawa. I've been practicing that for a long time. Chinyamawa. I got I to gotta say it tonight, so I'm going to keep practicing it here. Okay. But that's the other village we went to as well. And the people there wanted church. They About a dozen of them had gathered. Uh, tell you what, it, it was really overwhelming to meet them and, and hear these people say, 
we know about God. We had a guy that was going to be a pastor. We don't really know a lot about him, but he passed away. He died. And uh, so a couple of families were left, and Onesimus has a young guy that's a pastor out there uh, that could be a pastor. And uh, he was in my hermeneutics class last year, and uh, uh, it's just a wonderful experience. I'll tell you his testimony when we come back. It's pretty exciting that you want to hear about John's testimony when we come back, the guy that might be the pastor there. But wonderful, wonderful time with the people in Chinyamawa. How do you say all of these? How do you remember all of these names? <laughs> I could not. I can't, I can't do streets in Carlsbad. You're giving me, you're giving me all these different cities. I, 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 I like, had to practice. What? When you've been on an airplane for 16 hours, <laughs> the last hour, you just sit there and say, I'm going to learn how to say this. Chin, chin. And the, the first letter is K. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Right, I would so, do. I do really well with that. Uh, so what you what you're telling me though is that if you go on an airplane and you and you unplug, you actually do something like learn. Yeah, you can learn. It's th- amazing. Yeah. That's <laughs> what a concept that is. Or you sit there. Some people sit there and watch movies the whole time, and then they walk off like zombies. But. Uh, no, I practiced learning the name of this village because I could not pronounce it when I was in Rukinjiri. I'm like, <laughs> this is really embarrassing. I'm an educated college grad, uh, master's degrees in divinity, and I cannot say the village name Shinyamawa. <laughs> Here's the thing, folks. You're hearing Steve talk about taking the gospel into places that the gospel, let's just say, doesn't normally go. That's just kind of a nice way to say it. And a lot of you who are listening to the show, you want to be connected to it somehow. You want to be a part of it. And there's a couple of different ways you can go about that connection. And you've done fantastic in the past. You guys know that. But one of the first things we're looking for are just more people to pray for Whitefields to have not just the direction, the wisdom, the insight, but all of the supplies they need, all of the things that they are trying to accomplish, that that prayer is gold. That is like giving gold to the ministry, that if you'll just bring before the Lord them, the people involved with the ministry, their needs, and their ability to advance the gospel step-by-step all over the world. We also encourage you to go to whitefields.org so you can check out the website, look at it, see the, the, the pictures, read the stories, check out the film, check out all the projects, and understand that you helping them is, is an extension in, in your ministry into these places that you probably never go. I mean, I'm just being honest. So if you're never going to go there, you can still have a touch into there by supporting the ministry through prayer and through finances. And if you ever need to call them, you just, I want to talk to these guys. I want to get the deal. I want to know what's going on. 760-846-8610. That's 760-846-8610. If you have any problems getting in touch, you can always get in touch with me, and I'll get in touch with them for you. So it's not that difficult because we have each other on dial, so we know what's going on here. So I encourage you to do that. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and hear about that testimony that our, what was his name? His name John. That John, John. That John. That John. Lives in Chinyawama. Will you stop that? All right. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience here on AM 1210 K-Praise, the Christian station here in San Diego, California. Don't go anywhere. I call to you. The David Spoon Experience continues on AM 1210 k the Christian station. Billions of people are cut off from access to the gospel living in hard-to-reach places. Sometimes extreme poverty causes isolation. 
Others live in hostile communities. Their family may kill them if they acknowledge faith in Christ. The most efficient way to reach these people is by supporting a pastor that knows their language, lives like them, is one of them, and ready to start a church. I'm Steve Wheeler, the director of White Fields Ministry. Since 1953, White Fields has been supporting national pastors in the most remote villages, proclaiming the gospel to all people. This is David Spoon, and many of you are out there looking for an opportunity to advance the kingdom of God. Will your partnership by praying and donating to White Fields Ministry can advance the cause of Christ by starting more churches in needy communities? Visit whitefields.org or call 760 760- 846-8610 and donate today. The David Spoon Experience continues on AM 1210 K-Praise, the Christian station. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us here at AM 1210 k the Christian station here in San Diego, California. Hanging out with Steve Wheeler, Whitefields Ministries. Pretty simple stuff. We love the gospel going forward, period. We love the kingdom of God advancing, period. You know, when people say, oh, that gets old. Listen, when you got saved, was is that old? Mm. Wow. That would not be the right thing to say. That would not have the right spirit there. I have to say, that would be one of those moments where Jesus goes, you know not what manner of spirit you are. I mean, that might be that moment there. Here, we're talking about supporting rural pastors in in places that they need financial support, they need emotional support, they need educational support. Well, that's one of the things that Whitefields Ministries targets is giving that support to these pastors in places that they don't get it. Right. There's just not a lot there. And it's like, look, every person that's willing to step up in that capacity needs as much love and support, prayer protection, and everything else that we can possibly muster. I mean, right. fair Abs- to say it. Absolutely true. You, what, what you just said is really important. The protection by prayer, because these guys are walking where there are witch doctors, and witch doctors are not pretend there. They deal with demons. They 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 are engaged with that. The village that we're working at, Chinyamwa, I can't say it now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that village over there, <laughs> uh, Chinyamawa, uh, is up in a mountain area. So it's a, like a couple hours hike from from Kotobo, from the village where God's embassy is at, where Onesimus' church is at. There's no water available there. In fact, they have a pickup truck that drives down a ways, the dirt road, kind of this dirt road, and there's this like little cesspool uh, creek pond thing, and they fill up jerry cans with water there, and then they drive it back up and he sells it to them. So that's one of the things. That's how rural out this village is. Okay. Wow. Now, uh, this this is the thing that's really neat. Now, you've got your testimony, which I've read, the awesome testimony, the way God brought you out. And you have that moment where you almost died, where you almost shot yourself. Okay? Right. Well, the pastor, that, as I'm hearing his testimony, and I've heard it before, and I'm hearing it again, I'm listening with him. In 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 Uganda, out in these rural areas, there's mob justice, kind of like the Wild West. You know, before the police get here, we're going to take care of this. One of the things, they don't like thieves, because you see a thief steals your goat or steals your chickens, you might die. So it's kind of like in the Old West. Right. You steal a man's horse, yeah, you can kill him. He'll die. Right. He doesn't have a way to get to water, get to where. Right. So they, they, they do this mob justice. So... Uh, I've never experienced this, but I've heard about this, and I've heard it multiple different people telling me, well, John 
was a petty thief. He also had multiple wives, and some of them weren't his wives. And his brother Dave also had multiple wives, and some of them weren't his wives. So these are two off-the-chart guys. Well, John is a petty thief. To the nature of that, people began to know that he was the thief. And so on two occasions, uh, he had stolen a goat, and the mob got to him. I don't mean the mafia mob. I mean just the mob violence, the people in the village. They went looking for the goat. They gathered up. They got steam going, and they had him tied up, ready to burn him. And the police showed up just as they were, like, pouring the gasoline on. They hadn't been able to flip the match. And when the police showed up, he was saved because the police go, stop, stop. You know, so they took him away. That happened to him twice where he was right at the edge of almost dying. Now, in the course of that time then, he hears the gospel. And he receives Jesus Christ as his Savior. And he's now been being discipled by Onesimus at God's embassy. The people in the village are like, yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. Oh, wow. Well, it has lasted from the beginning. He's resolved the multiple multiple wives. Got That's all worked out. He's got a single wife now. The other wives have been taken care of and, and, and worked that out, and they're free. His brother has also come to faith now, and he's worked out his multiple wives issue, and he's got just one wife now that he's, and I've heard his brother's testimony, and wonderful how God worked through that whole process with, you know, multiple wives. That becomes a difficult thing, right? So they've worked through all this. Well, John has just been pouring in to learn, teach me the Bible, teach me the Bible, teach me the Bible. He's been leading a home Bible show because he's from this village. And so these people are like, this guy has changed. Wow, that's it right there. Very much. This is a totally new guy. And so Whitefields is, uh, we're praying about the possibility of being able to support John to become the pastor of a church there. I met with a couple of the families. Uh, you know, they only have three Bibles among all the families around the church there. They only possess three Bibles. So we're getting some Bibles up there right away to them. That's a few dollars. But we're looking to be able to get them a permanent property, a permanent little roof over that, so they can start collecting water in a rain harvesting tank. The people will no longer need to spend their money buying dirty water out of a jerry can. They can start getting that. And then they can also hear about the living water, Jesus Christ, from a guy who they almost killed twice. That's amazing. So you were telling the story yeah. about Joseph getting thrown in a pit. And I was sitting yeah. there thinking, I got to tell him about that, John. That's great. You know, you almost Such die. And then God story. says, nope, nope, nope. Yep. He's not going to die. Got he, this thing going on here. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's just amazing with all that. See, that I think that's part of the people, you know, what happens for a lot of evangelistical mm-hmm. minded people is, You'll have a meeting and you'll have like a concert. Like my brother does concerts. Yeah, and sure. Stuff Bill, like that. Yeah, great. And they get you know you get hundreds and hundreds of people and then people make decisions. That system is a, is a fine system as long as there's follow up and mm-hmm. you know it's a great way to bring it. But right. in, where the, where you're talking, this is it's one on one. Yeah, it's not people it's know not like nine thousand people get together exactly. going, hey, what are we doing? You know, yeah, like, they know these like people. That. They live next door in the little shack right over there. I know whether you're going to change or not change, and that's where these people uh, they have seen the changed life of John. They want him to become their shepherd, and they want him to start teaching them about Jesus Christ. And so we're working at being able to do that and help them get an actual church started there. Yeah. See, that's the manifestation of born again. Right. That's it right there. The whole life. life. Transformed, changed. And you go from being a petty thief that almost died twice to, nope, God was sending you ahead so that you would be able to now show them, hey, 
This is what happens when your life changes because you there's absolutely no other reason for all that to happen in his life. Why would you give up all this? Des- well, because he knows Jesus Christ now. Yeah, that's the game changer. And that's right. what we want to continue to promote. I encourage you to go to whitefields.org. Now, listen, this is not complex. Whitefields.org. Coming out of the Gospel of John, chapter right. 4, verse 34? 35. 35. I knew it was close. Yes. All right, so that, that's what you got right there. Check it out. Pray. Become a prayer person. Sh- just join with them in the struggle to advance the kingdom of God in places that it's really a warfare. Amen. Okay? We really encourage you to do that. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thank you. It. Thank you. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Swin Experience here on AM 1210 K is the Christian station here in San Diego, California. Going to take a 70-hour break and then come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Station.